are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. A good Tuesday show for you. We're going to go over the Clayton hearing that I received in the mail yesterday. You probably saw me live tweeting about it on X, Twitter, whatever you want to call it. And I'm not going to sit here and reread my tweets, but I'm just going to kind of go over exactly what I'm doing here and kind of explain to you because a lot of you are very unfamiliar with the case. I had people responding yesterday during my tweets, who are you talking about? Even though I laid out exactly what this was going to be about. I don't know. People just choose to selective read, I guess. I don't know. We're also going to talk a little bit about Joey's season and what to expect. We're also going to discuss special forces from last night. I've got... uh, Some more thoughts on the Taylor and Travis take that I had yesterday in regards to just what my issue is with the whole thing. I have no problem with them dating each other. Good for them. But what I'm talking about when it comes to the media coverage, and then maybe we'll get into a little bit of the uh, MCU world and movies. We'll get to all that momentarily. All right, let's start off by talking about yesterday and the fact that I received a copy of the hearing from Clayton's hearing back on November 3rd. This video, um, as I showed you in the email, I contacted the director of communications at the judicial branch of Arizona and Maricopa County. And I asked him, once I received this video, A, am I allowed to post it publicly? And B, if I can't post it, am I allowed to share it with somebody who can? And can they post it publicly? The answer I received was, Yes to both questions. The video is a matter of public record and may be broadcast and redistributed without further permission of the court. So I wanted to let people in on what exactly was happening in this case. Now, this was an injunction against harassment that Clayton was filing against his accuser. This had nothing to do with the paternity part of it, even though Clayton's lawyer was trying to get the accuser on record of stating where she is at in her pregnancy, because you can bet they're probably going to use that in future cases because she's under oath. And she said yesterday, well, she said it on November 3rd when I posted it yesterday, but um, that she is 24 weeks pregnant with twins and they are Clayton's and they cannot possibly be anybody else's. So that is on record. So if, and when it's proven that that is not the case, she's now lied under oath. So I, I look, you ask me what her motivation is. You ask me about all this. I, I just don't know. I mean, in her answer is, if you were to ask her what is her motivation in all this, she wants to have a paternity plan. Or now, she, because Clayton doesn't want to participate, she wants to have full custody of these twins when they're born? <laughs> That's what her motivation is. She's not after money. She said that in emails to me to Dave, to Clayton. She's not after money. She doesn't want money. She just wants full custody of these children once they are born. And Clayton's like, okay, I I don't believe you here because we never had sex. So again, this was my take from the very beginning, the very beginning when this first started, because she decided on her end to tell the story publicly to the son. Granted, you're allowed to do anything you want within reason in this world. You're allowed to tell a story to a tabloid if you like. However, when you choose to do that, 
You weren't forced to do that. You didn't have to do that. You chose to. Well, sometimes when we choose to do things, there are consequences associated with those choices. And unfortunately, I just don't think she understood the magnitude of Bachelor Nation that they were going to poke holes in a lot of the things that she said. And that's what they've done. They've poked holes in a ton of things that she said. The stuff that she has sent me personally in emails, I'm just so baffled by it because none of it adds up and none of it makes sense. But because I'm saying that as my answer when she sends me stuff, I'm like, okay, but this isn't proof. In her mind, it is proof. So that means I'm against her. And that means that I guess I'm not allowed to have an opinion about it. And I've told her from the beginning, my opinion is you're not pregnant. That's my opinion. And if by God you are pregnant by some reason, they're definitely not Clayton's. So how she's going to prove that, I, I have no idea. Like, again, she said in this hearing on November 3rd, she is six, she is 24 weeks pregnant with twins and they are Clayton's. We're coming up against it. So I, I don't know. <laughs> this has an end date to it. Like something needs to be produced in February. I don't know what's going to happen here. Your guess is as good as mine, but it'll be damn near entertaining to watch for sure. So what I wanted to do was, here's the thing. Because I don't live in Arizona, I couldn't just go and pick it up. It had to be mailed to me, and it's on a CD. Not only is it on a CD, I have to download a certain application to watch it. I can't just put it in my CD-ROM in my computer, and it just pops up, and I watch it. I had to download an application to watch it through that. So... How I'm going to share this publicly, I don't know yet. I need some computer help with this because I don't really understand how to promote. I don't have a YouTube channel, really. I haven't used my YouTube in years, so it wouldn't be on that because um, I don't know how. It's, a, it's 90 minutes long from beginning to end where we hear first her lawyer asking her questions and then Clayton's lawyer cross-examining her and then the judge rendering their decision which was Clayton was granted the injunction against harassment. She had been already granted an injunction against harassment against him, so now they can't contact each other, which I'm sure Clayton is thrilled about because since May 20th, you'll hear in that hearing, if I ever get to show this to you guys, she has sent 500 texts and emails. That's a lot in six months for a guy that wanted no part of you and told you on numerous occasions to leave him alone. But... You know, that's where she's fighting the semantics of it. Well, he responded, so that means that he's, you know, it's just, it's a lot of that. But, you know, and yeah, look, I'm on Clayton's side on this. And just because I say that line that I'm on Clayton's side, she immediately comes back with in her emails, then you're not looking to put out the truth. You're just looking to be biased and side with Clayton. Like, that's the way her mind thinks. Because you're not believing her, then you're not interested in the truth. That has been specified to me in numerous emails. Now, I have not heard from her in 10 days. When I last emailed her and told her, once I found out she was going after Dave, I said, please leave me alone. It's no point for us to talk. Leave me alone. She has. She has left me alone. She has not emailed me and hasn't messaged me in any way, shape, or form in 10 days. So is that going to change? I don't know. But her whole thing is she wants to get her side out there. But when you come at her with, well, to get your side out there, you have to understand you are going to be put under some questioning and people are going to have questions and look into your credibility here. 
because of the things that you have sent us, then it just turns into, well, you know, it's going to turn into, I don't need to prove that to you. I don't need to give this to you. I'm not going to give you my medical records. It's like, well, then we're just going to bang our head against the wall because you want to get your truth out there. But if you're not willing to, I don't know, hop on a FaceTime call immediately, send us your last OBGYN report, which I guarantee she would never do. She would have done it by now if she wanted to, but I'm sure she's hiding behind some sort of HIPAA law that, oh, I don't need to send you my OBGYN. It's like, and she'll say, and look, she will also say that she sends them, her doctor sends Clayton the emails. And it's just like, again, this is something where they have requested them and she is just unable to provide them. And it's just, it's getting to a point now where, like I said, we're six months, 24 weeks. So I don't know what's going to happen from here, but, and I don't know if, I mean, I can share it. It's a public, the court, the case is public record. I read to you what the email said. The case is public record. I just am trying to figure out, I don't know how to put this on my website because I have to, you know, transfer the file into something that can be put up on YouTube or just give it to Dave, but Dave's going through it with her, so I don't know if he's going to put the video up. So that's the problem. But this is perfectly viewable. This I'm not breaking any laws. I'm not doing anything wrong. I am sharing the... So what I did yesterday on Twitter was just sit there and basically transcribe some of the important parts of the hearing and then gave my opinion, so, which I'm allowed to do. I'm allowed to say this is exactly what was said in the court on November 3rd, and here's me just laughing at it, you know? And look at and and I've said this from the beginning. Just because this story is outlandish, and just because it sounds crazy, and she doesn't sound like she's all there, I don't want anybody contacting her. I don't want anybody messaging her. I don't want anybody doing anything to her to harass her. The problem is, because this story is public, she thinks because people don't believe her, and because people are being annoying to her online that we're in the wrong for harassing her. Wouldn't she be in the wrong for being the one initially to go public with this story? Because Clayton certainly wasn't. There are emails to prove that. She was threatening, I'm going to go public with this if you don't respond to me. And she did. So now she's bothered by the fact that so many people don't believe her. I just, and like I said, I'm only going to talk about this case when something new happens. Today, yesterday, something new happened. I got a copy of the hearing. I watched the whole thing. Now, granted, Dave Neal got an audio copy of it last week, and we talked about that on the podcast, certain parts of it. And I said, just go to Dave's uh, page and watch it. Watch him play the video of just, or play his video of just the audio of it. So I have now the video and... You know, it added a little bit to it because she has a lot of facial expressions where she just so flabbergasted that another lawyer is questioning her. She can't possibly believe that a lawyer is questioning her about all this stuff that is just not adding up. The facial expressions were pretty funny. But I have to figure out how I can get this out to you guys because it's public record. And I think it's important, but if not, and we don't get it out there, that's fine. Because this case is pretty much over. They both got an injunction against harassment against each other. So they can't contact each other anymore. She was the one doing most of the contacting. 
When Clayton responded to her, it was basically to tell her to leave him alone. But now she can't contact him. It can only go through legal teams to do that. Now the question now becomes, that was for she was harassing him. He's been granted that. She's been granted him harassing her, even though he was never harassing her. Now it becomes what's going on in family court, and I don't have an update on that. Hopefully we'll find out something soon because, yeah, we're at 24 weeks and she has neither proven that she is pregnant in a court of law, nor has she proven that anything has been that these alleged twins are Clayton's. There's been nothing that she's proven. So there's that we have to go through. And we don't know when that's coming. I mean, I, I, I don't understand the legal system enough to be sitting here like, why are we six months into this? And there has been no documentation whatsoever that Clayton shows that that shows Clayton is the father of these two alleged twins six months in. And it's talk about, Oh, I, I submitted a sample, but Oh, it got di- You know, the sample was diluted. So I had to submit another one and Oh, it got lost in transit. Like this is what we're dealing with. So when you hear stuff like that, clearly your mind is going to go to, well, of course, because she's not pregnant. That's immediately what people are going to think. And she thinks we're in the wrong for just thinking that it's like, okay, I've said it a thousand times. Pregnancy is the easiest thing in the world to prove. And she is acting like someone who isn't pregnant, but wants to convince people she is by providing the bare minimum. She talks about all this and talks about notes from her neurologist and talks about a sonogram that she sent. Oh, no, but the sonogram was hacked into my email by my ex-boyfriend. It's just like everything's got a fucking story. And that's just not the way it works. It's so easy. Get on a FaceTime call right now. Show me your last OBGYN report. I didn't know if I told you guys this, but when I've been talking about this story, I had somebody reach out to me who's just a reader of mine a couple weeks ago and said, Steve, I'm five and a half months pregnant right now with twins. Here's my last two OBGYN visits. I don't even know this person. They're just a follower of mine, a reader, a listener. And they sent me their last two OBGYN reports. Didn't, and didn't even black out any information in it. I said, yeah, this is exactly what I would need to see from Clayton's accuser to believe her. But have I gotten this? No. I've gotten a picture, a three-second video of her standing in the mirror with a belly. I've gotten a picture of a sonogram where Dave has completely debunked that this was her sonogram. I got a picture of a notes from a neurologist appointment where in the notes it said, patient is 21 weeks pregnant with twins at the time. It's just like, why is it so hard to do this? Send me your last OBGYN report that has... You know, especially if you are pregnant with twins at 24 weeks, many women have reached out to me and told me this. You're going to the doctor every two weeks. You have every single detail because you are considered high risk. You have every single detail. What your blood pressure was on each appointment, how many inches the babies were, how much they weigh, what's your new due date. All that stuff, which is what I got sent on somebody's OBGYN reports that they sent to me. I'm like, yeah, thank you for sending this. This is exactly what Laura has not provided. And if you listen to the hearing from November 3rd, Clayton's lawyer is like, do you realize the only thing you've put in an exhibit as a proof is a screenshot from an appointment that you made in July? (laughs) That's been the proof that she submitted. Like, It's so confusing. It's so mind-numbingly bizarre that it's, like I said, when I, when I talked about it last week with Dave, I said, you got to listen to the whole thing. You can't just summarize this. It's almost, it's damn near impossible. There are so many layers to this. So 
Um, I'm going to see if I can find a way. If not, unfortunately, we'll just have to go with it and we'll just wait. The next report you'll hear from me about this case is what's going on in the family case because at some point we have to get some sort of official statement that Clayton is not the father of these alleged twins. It's coming at some point. I just don't know when. I don't know where we are in the in the um, DNA submission or samples or whatever. I mean, she has submitted three different samples, and yet we don't have an answer. It is just absolutely batshit crazy. So I will keep you updated on where we go with this. All right, sorry, that was long. But this podcast brought to you by Way. It's okay if you didn't get all your holiday shopping done as early as you hope because Way is making it easier to give way better gifts this holiday. You know? For me, when it comes to my skin routine and also my hair routine, it's getting colder. So that means the weather is drying out. I get a lot of kind of scaly skin. hate it. But I love Way's lotions. Um... Their hair oil, nutrient-packed, absorbs quickly, keeps the color from fading, and revives damaged hair easily. Gotta love it with Way. You can save 50% off site-wide when you use the gift of Way. Whether the person on your list has fine, medium, or thick hair, or multiple hair concerns, Way's got you. Get on your way to save for the holiday. Go to theway.com, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com for 15% off site-wide and enter promo code REALITYC. That's theway.com, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com for 15% off with code reality steve okay let's get going and moving on uh special forces last night boy that was another episode that tugged at your heartstrings they always have the episode every season i mean this is only the second season but they did it in the first season as well where you basically have to write a letter to your family knowing you're gonna die like who wants to do that i mean that's got to be one of the worst things to do if you're a soldier in war and yet they had the remaining people, minus Jack Osborne, so we're now down to six. Jack was medically withdrawn from the show because his blood pressure was high and he couldn't bring it down. So you got Tyler, you got Tom Sandoval, you got Nick, you got Bodie Miller, you got Jojo Siwa and Aaron Jackson, the only six that are left. And they had to write letters as if they weren't making it back from war. And good God, just, it's rough. It, it, it's... It's rough to watch, but it makes the show, you know, real humanly, I guess, is the is the word I'm looking for. It really it really makes it real as well. The exercise they did during the episode was being submerged underwater for 15 seconds and five of the six, I believe, passed. So I don't want to say it wasn't hard because it's more about, you know, I think a lot of us could go underwater and hold our breath for 15 seconds and then you had to let yourself out go pull out a life jacket and then swim up to the top of the water so it's it's about i would say 20 to 25 seconds of holding your breath underwater the first 15 you are strapped into your seat so you just have to unbuckle yourself and i think it's more about not panicking i'm not saying i could do it i'm just saying when five of the six passed the test i don't want to call anything easy on that show but that was one of the easier tasks they had to do because that was a task that a majority of them completed. But yeah, I mean, I honestly, I would rather do that than have to write a letter, you know, <laughs> seriously. I mean, cause that was, that was just brutal. Um, one thing about Joey season that I want to say is, um, 
we know that the um, I, I reported yesterday that the final rose ceremony in Tulum, Mexico was on Sunday. Don't know how the final three shook out just yet, but I will say that that means that probably today or tomorrow, the women of the season are going to be able to go and make their Instagrams public, which means that it'll be a field day for everyone prejudging a bunch of women that they've never seen speak before or act on the show. So just as I say it every year, once they do go public, whether it's today or tomorrow, probably Thursday at the latest, I would just reserve judgment until you actually watch the show. You know, unless they literally have pictures on their Instagram of them committing criminal acts or, you know, racist behavior. Uh, I can't imagine they'd be stupid enough to leave something like that up, but you never know. Maybe someone will find something. But this whole idea of digging on these contestants to find as much dirt as possible, just so you can be the person that says, oh, look at that this person did or whatever. Like, look, if, if they did something bad, then they will be called out for it. Sure. But I just know how some of this fan base is where it's like, you got to find something and, oh, look at what they wrote or look at what they liked. Or just like, can we, I don't know. It's like, okay, their, their Instagram is going to go public. You'll be able to see more pictures of them as, you know, for the last two months, three months, the only pictures we really have of them are what ABC gave us on the bachelor Facebook page. And it's like, okay, but now people are going to start looking at them and dissecting them. It's just like, ease up, you know, just ease up. And speaking of easing up, <laughs> story I talked about yesterday with uh, with Travis, Kelsey, and, and Taylor Swift. And like I said, I have no problem that they're dating. I'm a huge Taylor Swift fan. I think it's great. Remember six months ago we talked about, like, who are men that she could even date? She needs to date an A-lister. She needs to date somebody popular. Her dating these Joe Alwyn types was just... It just wasn't going to work. He can't deal with that life when he's not nearly as popular as her and doesn't know how to handle her life. And they seemingly she has found somebody that can be on that level. He's not obviously the most popular athlete in the world like she is for her profession, but he gets it. Guy's a two-time Super Bowl champ. He's arguably the best tight end maybe in the history of the NFL. He might go down by the end of his career as the best one ever. So he kind of, at least in, he's on close to her level. She's above everybody else. But Joe Alwyn was almost like too far behind her in terms of popularity. And it just clearly didn't work out between them. I think a lot had to do with the fact that he's way less popular and didn't know how to handle her fame. That's just my opinion, though. Travis Kelsey can handle it. He gets it. But my problem with the whole thing has just been how the coverage is getting ridiculous. I don't mind her going to the games and them showing her in the booth. I'm fine with that. I, that doesn't bother me at all. But here's something that kind of gets to me, and that's yesterday. E! Online. Here's the headline. Travis Kelsey gets the ultimate stamp of approval from Taylor Swift's BFF Abigail. Do you know what their whole story was based on? Her tapping her phone. They didn't interview her. They didn't ask her anything about Taylor. They didn't ask her anything about Travis. No. E! News shared a social media story about Taylor changing the lyric in her song Karma. We all saw this clip. E! put it on their social media story, and Abigail liked the moment. She liked the post on E! And that's what this whole story was based upon. Abigail Anderson, her best friend from Nashville. It's like, 
Really? This is what I mean. There's nothing else in this story that says Abigail has anything to do with their relationship, has spoken to him. Maybe she has. I'm just saying the story doesn't say that. <laughs> it's like she gave the picture a double tap. Okay. So that means she approved in their eyes. That means her best friend approves of the relationship. It just, it's too much. Nothing else in the story was about Abigail Anderson. That was it. Two sentences in the whole story. And there's probably 15 other sentences in this story. <laughs> How about yesterday? How about this one by people.com? This was a great one. Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey's love story is nothing short of quote unquote special. A source tells people, quote, Taylor was excited to kick off her international tour. She had a great break. The insider says that during her break, quote, she loved catching up with girlfriends and had fun spending time with Travis. Okay, let's move on. The source says of the NFL star, he is a gentleman. He's very focused on his career. He has a great relationship with his family. He has an amazing energy and approach to life. It all feels very special. Okay, what? This is a story? It's just... A source says that he's got a... He's a gentleman? Like, she loved catching up with girlfriends during her break? Yeah, I would guess she did. Woman's been touring like a madman since March. I'm sure she loved her break after L.A. and before Argentina. It, this isn't... like. This is what I mean. If you want to catch them out at a dinner and holding hands or getting out in and out of a car, I mean, I get it. That's paparazzi stuff. I don't, I don't care about celebrities. I'm not awed by celebrities. I'm not fawning over them. If you want to do that, whatever. But constantly having a story on one of the internets uh, or one of the entertainment sites every day where it doesn't add anything new. It's just she's happy. She changed her lyric to say Travis in one of her songs. It's like, or the Chiefs. She didn't even say Travis. She said the Chiefs from Karma. Okay. Karma is the guy on the Chiefs coming straight home to me. We all saw it, okay? It just, this is what I mean. This is the issue I have with the whole thing. Not that they're dating. Still, I don't, do I think they're going to get married? No, I, I, I don't. But I have no problem with them dating and them having fun. They're two very popular people who are riding this wave. I mean, we'll see where it goes. Personally, I don't think it's going to lead to marriage. But that doesn't mean it's going to be a failure or a completely unsuccessful relationship. I just think it's another guy that she's interested in that she wants to spend time with and see where it goes. And ultimately, I just think they are a little bit too different. And it won't work out. But not preventing her from seeing him. Do what you do, Taylor. Do what you do. You do you. You enjoy Taylor. You enjoy Travis. You go to the games. You cheer for a meaningless game week <laughs> week five game against the Bears, jumping up and down like it's a Super Bowl when he makes a seven yard catch. You do that. That's great. <laughs> She's supportive, I guess. And uh, we'll just we'll just end it there. But I know I spent a lot of time on the Clayton stuff, but we won't have anything new, I don't think, until this video. I can either get it put up or you know somewhere else gets it. I don't know. 
So we'll figure it out. Anyway, thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Please follow me on Apple Podcasts. Also, rate and review. Sports Daily is going to be up in an hour from now. Check that out if you're interested. But thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. And I will talk to you tomorrow. See you.